Welcome to the simple guide to getting whatever you want. Thanks for joining us. My name is D.A. Adisa, writer of The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. This podcast is an accompaniment to the book, The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. It is about the teachings of the ancients. We will talk about spirituality, new thought, mysticism, and alchemy. Everything you need to know about getting what you want from life. These teachings have always been available to seekers of truth. We invite you to listen and share your thoughts and questions at info at themystictree.com. In this episode, we will talk about the material world as a reflection of your thoughts and beliefs. Luke chapter 17 verse 20 through 21 explains, And when he was demanded of the Pharisees, when the kingdom of God should come, he answered them and said, The kingdom of God cometh not with observation, neither shall they say, Lo there, or Lo there. For behold, the kingdom of God is within you. Our experiences in the material world are the result of our inner thought patterns. Similarly, our thoughts are influenced by the material world that we perceive. All of our impressions received through our senses or conscious mind are imprinted on our subconscious mind. Our thoughts affect our experiences and our experiences can affect our thoughts. Mental images are a bundle of concentrated energy. Concentrated energy is power. This power is available to you because it comes from your connection to the all. This power comes with responsibility. You alone are responsible for your experiences in life, whether they are beautiful or torturous. When people are unaware and do not use their inner power, they perceive their experiences in the world as fate or something that just happens to them. Many times, this chosen perspective is an indirect way of relinquishing responsibility. Instead of making a life that they want to live, some people develop the mentality of a victim. For some, it may seem easier to complain and suffer than to discipline their minds and unlock the genius that lives within them. Do not support the attitude and lifestyle of a victim. Every time, it will stymie your progress in life and prevent you from fulfilling your dreams. Take heart and responsibility. As a child, I suffered from severe asthma attacks. Every cold that I caught as a school kid was followed by a severe attack of swollen bronchial tubes and inflamed lungs. I could not run around much like the other kids, and I had to keep an inhaler at all times. Once my mother and I even got into a car accident while she was rushing me to the hospital. On many occasions, I thought that I would die because it was such a difficult struggle to breathe. On more than one occasion, I wished for death to relieve me of my suffering. Additionally, I was haunted by stories that my mother told me about losing her best friend to an asthma attack. I thought it was terrible that her friend passed away and left her husband, three sons, and other friends. As I got older, into my late teens, I was determined to heal myself of asthma. I wanted a healthy, good life. I rationalized that I would no longer have asthma if I could strengthen my lungs. So I began walking and jogging with my inhaler, intent on strengthening my lungs. I began slowly. Every morning, I'd walk and jog around a dirt track. I'd slow to a walk if I felt my breathing becoming restricted until they relaxed again and I'd commence jogging again. I did not want to use my inhaler. 
After some weeks, I was able to walk less and jog more without the use of my inhaler. After some months, I was able to jog three miles non-stop without the use of my inhaler. I still took my inhaler along, but I never used it. A year passed, and no need for an inhaler, and I was jogging farther and farther. I felt strong and confident. I stopped carrying my inhaler and kept jogging. I was healed of my asthma. I have not had an attack since. Although, by Western medical practices, my logic may have been flawed. The point is that I changed my thought process to reflect health instead of illness. Our thoughts are always reflected in our experiences. If you do not like your experiences in life, change your thoughts. Reprogram your subconscious. Collier gives some examples. What is money but a mere idea of mind, a token of exchange? The paper money that you have in your pockets is supposed to represent so much gold or silver currency. There are billions upon billions of this paper money in circulation. Yet all the gold in the world amounts to only about eight million dollars. Wealth is in ideas, not in money or property. You can control these ideas through mind. Reduced to the ultimate, to the atom or to the electron, everything in this world is an idea of mind. All of it has been brought together through mind. If we can change the things we want back into mental images, we can multiply them as often as we like, possessing all that we like. Thought externalizes itself. What we are depends entirely upon the images we hold before our mind's eye. Every time we think, we start a chain of causes which will create conditions similar to the thoughts which originated it. Every thought we hold in our conscious for any length of time becomes impressed upon our subconscious mind and creates a pattern which the mind weaves into our life or environment. All power is from within and is therefore under our own control. When you can direct your thought processes, you can consciously apply them to any condition, for all that comes to us from the world without is what we've already imagined in the world within. Do you want more money? Sit you down now quietly and realize that money is merely an idea, that your mind is possessed of unlimited ideas, that being part of universal mind, there is no such thing as limitation or lack. That somewhere, somehow, the ideas that shall bring you all the money you need for any right purpose is available for you. That you have but to put it into your subconscious mind to find these ideas. Realize that, believe it, and your need will be met. Many people are only cognizant of the world outside of themselves, and as a result are powerless to change their circumstance. They believe that their situation in life is absolute and unchangeable. They live in a state of fear because they consume unlovely images created by ignorance. When you realize that you have the power to create your experiences, you are no longer afraid because fear will no longer be part of your thought process or belief system. You can create or attract anything that you can imagine. Focus on the attractive aspects of others, and you will become a better and more attractive person. In the same way that a drop of water has the same composition of a huge body of water, or a small leaf has a copy of the entire tree imprinted on it, we too are made in the mental image of the all. Consequently, 
our minds also have creative power. More information about this episode and others is available at our website. Get your own copy of the book, The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want, and give them away as gifts. Visit www.themystictree.com Remember, you are a beautiful manifestation of the all. If you imagine it with your mind, you can obtain it. If you know it with all of your heart, you can experience it. If you live it with your entire being, it is yours. Thank you so much for listening and participating. Until next time, this is D.A. Adisa for TheMysticTree.com. Sign our guestbook at www.themystictree.com and you may win a free copy of the book, The Simple Guide to Getting Whatever You Want. Thanks again for visiting.